Hey y'all, is this Ducks team actually for real? Well, are they? We'll talk about that on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for well over a decade. And today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. All right, let's talk about... What's going on with this Ducks team that's so special right now? Can you believe that the Ducks have won six of their last seven games? Yes, I know they lost their last game. I had this whole thing planned out for both Tuesday and Wednesday. I actually had this, like, had the um, thing all written out. You'll see it right on the screen. This I had planned earlier in the week, talking about if this team was for real. And I kind of want to stick with this because I want to remain positive here because despite losing the last game, it was still a decent game. It was a solid outing against the Pens. The Ducks could have easily won that game. So the big question, and I've been seeing this question pop up on my phone a lot, is this Ducks team actually for real? Like, do Are they a legit contender? I'm not going to say they're a contender yet. They're still young. It is still very early in the season. Let me say this again. Have pa- like have patience, but at the same time, let's kind of slow our roll a little bit, okay? It's still young in the season. There's a lot of time. We've seen this before. We saw this two seasons ago, in fact. Remember when the Ducks had an eight-game winning streak? November of 2021 and everything was looking solid they were in first place nothing can stop them Troy Terry was coming into his own Trevor Zegras finally becoming the young stud that we expected everything was going great and then the all-star break happened and everything completely fell apart for the Ducks this was two seasons ago even that road trip before that last All-Star break, it was a solid road trip until that final game before the break. Remember that? Yeah. This time, I would say there's a little bit more hope, mainly because the Ducks have no expectations going into the season. Um, in case you guys may have forgotten, um, the Ducks were dead last last, last season. Yeah, they, 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 they were bad, okay? They were really bad. They were historically bad, one would say. That part is true. Refer back to my episode about five, six months ago about how the Ducks were historically bad, about how they broke a record for the most shots allowed in a season. Remember they were allowing 39 shots per game last season that broke a record? Remember that? (laughs) I mean, I do. I had to talk about it all freaking last season. So how can I forget that? So far in 12 games, the Ducks are 7-5. 14 points. Good enough for 4th in the Pacific Division. Hey, that's pretty good. 
they've also got a positive goal differential. Hey, that's also good. Also, some of the metrics are saying, hey, maybe the Ducks are a little bit lucky, but they're about where we expect them to be. Great. Great. So this is expected. Awesome. Let's hold on for a second, okay? This is still the Anaheim Ducks. This is still a very young team. Is this team for real? I'm going to say, I'm not going to say no, but I'm not going to say yes either. I'm going to say not yet, but I will say a qualified yes in that they are going to be for real very soon. It might even come sooner than we think. Again, keep in mind, the Ducks have a very talented but very young roster. Minty is super young. McTavish, super young. Jackson Lacombe. You see where I'm going with this? Trevor Zegris, Jimmy Drysdale, who has been out with injury. Yeah, these are all super seriously young guys that don't have a whole lot of NHL experience, but they're all very talented, and we know they're capable of having some big games and some potentially big seasons. So when you ask me again, is a team for real? I would say they're going to be. They're going to be for real sooner than fans think. And the rest of the division, they they better watch out. Because this may come sooner than you think. Where the Ducks actually find themselves in a solid playoff spot. Just, Just you wait. Just you wait. All the naysayers saying, oh, this Ducks team is going to be terrible again. Oh, they're going to just choke away leads. They're going to be historically bad again. Look at all these young guys. No. Forget that. This team is fun. I I don't care if they lose more games this season. At least they're more fun this season. When was the last time the Ducks had a fun team? A team that we looked forward to watching. A team where you could say it could be either one of these guys. It could be Troy Terry with the hat trick. It could be Stromer. It could be Frank Vetrano with the hattie. It could be Mason McTavish just lighting on fire again. It could be another stellar performance from Lukash Dostal, who I think deserves to be the number one goalie right now. But that's going to be another topic for another day. Gibby's even looking... He's looking fine. I think Dostal's looked better, but Gibby's looked fine for what it's worth. But I think the biggest takeaway for me is that the Ducks are in all these games. They're not getting slaughtered anymore. They're not losing by like four or five or six or seven or eight or nine goals like the San Jose Sharks. They're not getting embarrassed. They're not allowing 10 goals in consecutive games. So, hey, at least they're not the San Jose Sharks. They could be historically worse than last year's Ducks. Hey, how about that? (gasps) That being said, the last loss, 2-0 to Pittsburgh. Okay, realistically, that one was 1-0 because one was an empty netter. The game before that, they lost to the Boston Bruins. A close game, 3-1. They lost to the Coyotes, 2-1. Another close game. They lost to the Dallas Stars, 3-2. Another close game. They're not getting blown out like they were before. I mean, the one exception to that was 
the Vegas Golden Knights, but uh, guys, that's the Vegas Golden Knights. They're very good. I mean, they just won a Stanley Cup for crying out loud. Of course they're good. Of course they're going to lose to Vegas because they always lose to Vegas, <gasps> except for the last time that Vegas came to town. Oh, yeah. That was sweet. And I will talk about that game after the first intermission because that Vegas game may have been one of my favorite games to watch all season long. Yes, I was yelling a little bit. I was. Yay. So, they're there. The Ducks are there, folks. Pretty soon we could answer with conviction, the Ducks are for real. And they're going to continue to be for real. As long as everybody stays healthy, as long as this young core stays together, yeah, they're going to be for real. Watch out, NHL. Watch out. First intermission. Stay locked in. And now, a word from Parkview Advanced. As a business owner, you realize there are times when receivables might fall behind, but that doesn't mean you need to fall behind on vendor payments, payroll, or rent. For more than 25 years, Parkview Advance has helped businesses secure working capital from $5,000 to $1.5 million. Parkview Advance can approve your working capital in as little as 24 hours. It's a much easier process than you might imagine. We invite the many entrepreneurs that are locked on NHL fans to learn more by calling at 203-675-0071 or go to parkviewadvance.com. If your business needs working capital, call Parkview Advance today. Parkview Advance, helping businesses with their working capital. Go to parkviewadvance.com. Welcome back to episode number 779, oh my goodness, of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you are locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. Let's talk about the last couple of games because I think they're worth talking about, especially that game against Vegas, even though it was a few days ago. I don't care. I still want to talk about it because I love that game. That was not better than the Dia de los Muertos game. I mean, I almost want to say it was better. In some ways, it was because beating Vegas is so satisfying. But me being a Mexican, I mean, come on. I still love the Dia de Muertos game. I still love that overtime game winning goal. That's me. But beating Vegas finally on home ice. You know how good that feels? Do you know how much satisfaction Faction, I got watching that game, waiting for something like this to happen, and it did. And I think the best part about it, that was a comeback win. Something I forgot to mention in the outset, that's five comeback wins during that six-game winning streak. That's another reason why I think the Ducks are for real, is they're the comeback kids. And I can't believe I forgot to mention that. Ha ha ha, silly me. <sighs> Look, I just finished announcing a game. There are some things I'm going to forget about talking about. And one of them is the fact that they're the comeback kings. I shouldn't say the comeback kings because LA Kings, I get it. No, they're the comeback kids. They're all so young. And they played and they worked their butts off in that third period. Vegas jumped out to a 2-0 lead, including that effing goal from Jack Eichel in the second period. Ugh. 
adding insult to injury, Shea Theodore got the apple on that one. Ugh, fine, whatever. And then something happened. Something magical happened. It wasn't quite the kids in this case. A lot of the older guys. Uncle Rico, Adam Henrique, he scored. But the Sam Carrick goal, that's the one that I want to focus on. Because Pavel Mantikov got a perfect swipe. He stole that puck. I forget who he stole it from because it's been like so long ago now. But Mintikov with a nice steal and a perfect pass to Sam Carrick, who kind of did a little fake move and then scored to tie the game. And then late in the period, Mason McTavish on a great pass from Frank Vetrano. Ooh. And then Sam Carrick with the kind of curling style goal, the empty netter with a little over a minute left. That one just kind of curved right into the post and in. So good for Sam Carrick getting the empty netter. That was his second of the game, by the way. And that was your final score, 4-2. to two. Ducks scored all four in the third period. Oh, man. I got to tell you what else I loved about that game was the determination from the old guys. I shouldn't say the old guys, but by comparison to the young guys, they're older. But they would not allow themselves to give up the puck all too much. They didn't allow themselves to give Vegas that many opportunities late in the game. I mean, I couldn't believe that Vegas actually lost in that fashion. Never mind that was the Golden Knights' first regulation loss of the season. The Golden Knights were almost perfect. They had one overtime loss, and that was it. So that was their first regulation loss. Yay. Oh, and by the way, I think the Ducks broke him because you know what happened Wednesday night? The Kings beat him in Vegas. So yeah, both SoCal teams, the Ducks and the Kings, beat the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, I got a little bit of satisfaction there. And, you know, I want to yell, let the kids play. I mean, I'll just kind of say it loudly. Let the kids play. Let them play. I, I love Mintyakov. He has been better than expected, and he was solid in that game. But you know who's really solid? <laughs> Sam Carrick. Sam Carrick had an absolutely brilliant game on offense he was solid on defense so was Cam Fowler Sam Carrick had what I thought was his best overall game of the season and same with Troy Terry and Frank Vetrano look I loved seeing that top line work the way they did and they worked hard on this game but that second line once again McTavish Strom Vetrano that right now is still the best line on the team. And it's only a matter of time before the rest of the league realizes it and maybe buckles on that line. That's what scares me a little bit. Then we go into that last game against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, both goalies were just terrific. Tristan Yari had a shutout and John Gibson looked pretty good. The expected goals in this game were 3.27 to 1.9 in favor of the Penguins. This according to hockey stack cards. 
John Gibson had a game score of 2.27. That's above average. Gibby was the best player for the Ducks that night. Tristan Yari, 1.9. Okay, that's fine. But John Gibson starting to show a little bit here. I'm starting to become happier with seeing how he's looked. Gibby is getting more of the high danger saves. He's getting more opportunities to get to those loose pucks right out in front of him, not allowing as many rebounds as he was. So, yeah, he's looking a little better. Also, according to Hockey Stack Cards, John Gibson is in the top 10 game score average. The top 10. Semyon Varlamov for the Isles. Jeremy Swayman, the Bruins. Thatcher Demko, the Canucks. Jonathan Quick. Jonathan Quick. Can you believe Jonathan Quick is fourth in that? Then James Reimer with the Red Wings. Logan Thompson, Vegas. Luke Dostal, number seven. 0.83 game score average. Then Aiden Hill at number eight. Jake Ottinger, number nine. Hey, John Gibson, he's 10th. 0.67 game score average. So he's performing above expected. He's made he's allowed 15 goals. The expected goals were 19.7 against John Gibson. So he's got a expected goal save average above average. And he's been fine with that. But Dostal's still been better. <laughs> Dostal has still been better in general. But it is promising to see John Gibson actually put himself out there a little bit more, having a slight bit of a spring in his step. Have you all noticed it? I've noticed it. He was terrific. He kept the Ducks in that game against the Penguins in that 2-0 loss. And even that second goal, I mean, that was an empty netter. Gibby wasn't even there. So that one doesn't count against Gibby. The Ducks had their chances. They could have easily, I shouldn't say easily, but they could have tied the game up. Just Yari was perfect. Tristan Yari was absolutely brilliant in this game. So I got to give credit to where credit is due. But that's the way it goes sometimes. <sighs> so that's your final score. 2 nothing against the Pens. Six-game streak comes to an end. And also, um, not just Tristan Yari, but also got to give a little bit of props to um, Magnus Helberg, who also did enter the game as well. So you had Helberg and Yari. They, they were fine. They were perfect. Good for them, I guess. All right. Second intermission time. I'll talk a little bit more about the Pacific Division and what's going on there. Yeah, this Pacific Division is kind of wild right now. Stay locked in. First, a word from Jace Medical. Now, we spend a lot of time together. Or we spend a decent amount of time together. And we get fired up together on wins and losses. I had to do it, folks. Who starts and who sits? I'm thankful for that connection. And I want our chat to be a little more personal. Whether you're on extended travel, bracing for a major weather event, or limited by yet another supply shortage, you are covered. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply, 
even ED generics. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember, remember to use promo code Locked On at checkout for a discount as well. <sighs> if you or someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year's supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember, use promo code Locked On for $20 off your purchase at Jace Medical. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, live at Acrisure Arena, home of the Coachella Valley Firebirds. As I just announced a win for the Firebirds against the Goals, but this is our Friday episode, and I have not done this in a while all season, but I think it's worth mentioning talking about this weird Pacific Division and all the storylines around it because I've just got to go around the horn because of how hilarious it is. Let's start at, well, the top, obviously. Yes, there is one team, obviously, at the top in the Pacific Division. Yes, it's the defending champion, Vegas Golden Knights. They're 23 points as of Wednesday night. They're in first place. Okay, yeah, they're in first place. Yahoo. Then you have the Vancouver Canucks and the Los Angeles Kings. The Canucks have been a bit of a surprise. I like what the Canucks have been doing as far as um, their defensive schemes. I think their defensive schemes have been better than previous years. And I'm all for it. Part of that is who they've played. Now, Vancouver did have a just terrific game against San Jose. You may have heard about this. You may have seen it. Um, Did you see when Vancouver put up a 10 spot against the Sharks? Ooh, yeah. That was was ugly, ugly for the Sharks. Yeah, poor Sharks. I'll get to them in a second. And looking back, that was, and I'm still trying to look for that game. They okay, so the Sharks lost to the Pens ten to two, and then the Sharks got just bludgeoned. Not that game, yeah. They they got bludgeoned. There it is. <sighs> Poor Sharks. Poor San Jose Sharks. You know what? I'll get to them soon. Don't worry. Then you have the Ducks. The Ducks are fourth in the division. Again, it's still very young. I don't think it's going to hold. I mean, it could hold all season. I don't know if it will. But there's hope. There's hope because of what's after that. The Seattle Kraken, they've been off to a slower start than most anticipated. And some still think that Seattle is going to move up in the standings. I think they could. Seattle's had a tough time of it so far. The Kraken are still a solid team. They have Grubauer and Joy Decord in net. And they've got some young guys on their roster as well. So Seattle could be a team that's on the rise. Anaheim, watch out for the Kraken. Then you have the Calgary Flames and their goalie mess. Because you have Ladar up there. Look, Dustin Wolf deserves to be on the Calgary Flames. He, out of the three goaltenders that are in the 
Flames pipeline, Dustin Wolf is at least number two. Wolfie should be a Calgary Flame. But he is stuck with the Wranglers for whatever reason when it was widely expected that he would take that backup spot. But no such thing has happened. And look where the Flames are now. They're in sixth place. They've got a weird goalie situation. But not as bad of a goalie situation as Edmonton. Because, okay, who saw this coming? In their first 11 games, the Edmonton Oilers are 2-8-1. I did not see that coming. One of those wins was the Heritage Classic against those Calgary Flames. And never mind that they're, they're just looking bad, folks. The Oilers are looking bad. They just sent down Jack Campbell to the Bakersfield Condors. Yeah, Campbell cleared waivers, and Jack Campbell is back in the American Hockey League after a horrific start with the Oilers, who only had five points in their first 11 games. But none worse than the Sharks. The San Jose Sharks. They barely got their first regulation win or their first win period (laughs) just the other night they're currently as of this recording 1 10 and 1 3 points 3 points who did they beat oh they beat the Philadelphia Flyers by the way they beat the Flyers 2 to 1 hallelujah but the previous two games they lost to the Pens 10 to 2 then they lost to the, or before that, they lost to the Canucks, ten to one. So that's partially why Vancouver's stats look like that is because the Sharks have had to play the Vancouver Canucks. So yeah, lucky Vancouver. That's why their stats are a little bit not misleading, but it helps them out a little bit. Yeah, the Sharks. I'm not going to say they're tanking. I'm just saying that they're putting the shank. The, the tank, the shank. I mean, they're shanking shots as well. I mean, I've counted multiple times where they just shanked a shot from the point or from the high slot and it went nowhere. No, the Sharks are putting the tank in Shark Tank right now. The, the Sharks are going to be dead last in the division. We called this a while ago. Edmonton, they're raising the alarms right now. They're really sounding the alarms. Maybe this is their downfall. Maybe this is the year where they completely collapse. The Flames are kind of in goalie purgatory right now. So that leaves the Golden Knights, Canucks, Kings, Ducks, and Kraken. Maybe. Maybe the Ducks sneak in there. I shouldn't say by default. I shouldn't. But... One team's misery is another team's joy. And maybe this will come for the Ducks. Maybe they could swipe that spot from Edmonton. Maybe Edmonton won't come back this season. Ducks could get in there. You never know. It could absolutely happen. All right, that's kind of a quick look around the Pacific Division. And that'll do it for this podcast. That'll do it for this week. We're going to try to have as many episodes as possible next week. And also, I just want to put this out there. Uh, Veterans Day is this weekend. So I just want to give a quick shout out 
to all those who have served are either in the reserves you know if they're currently serving you know i i salute all of you for helping keep our country safe and you know just want to say a sincere thank you to all the veterans that are out there if you're a veteran and listening i definitely salute you and thank you so much for your service i appreciate you all all right so i just want to give that out happy veterans day to all who celebrate thank you for listening thanks for watching don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms including stitcher spotify odyssey apple podcast google podcast etc etc you could follow me on the app formerly known as twitter at stimpyjd the show's twitter is at lo underscore ducks you could email me at locked on anaheim ducks at gmail.com and don't forget to check us out on ad free on amazon and also subscribe to the youtube if you haven't already once again thank you all for your continued support it is so greatly appreciated for locked on anaheim ducks i'm jason jd hernandez saying have a great weekend folks please remember to be safe out there be kind to one another and ducks fly together <laughs>